Welcome to Into the Deep, a podcast by Gosford Parish, the Shrine of St. John Paul II. Join us each week as we dive deeper into the upcoming Sunday's Gospel readings and explore the things Christ is doing in our hearts and in yours. Whether you're new to the faith or have been following Jesus for a long time, you are most welcome here. In the words of St. John Paul II, do not be afraid, do not be satisfied with mediocrity, put out into the deep and let down your nets for a catch. Hello everyone, it's good to be back again on my parish podcast. I'm here with Jamie, our Shrine and Formation Coordinator. Hello everyone, it's good to be back and yeah, I feel like we're back to the old days, you know, just you and me, Father, talking about talking about the gospel. So yeah, excited to dive right into this week's gospel. The Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Jesus went on to say to the chief priests and the elders of the people, What do you think of this? A man had two sons. He went to the first and said to him, Son, today go and work in my vineyard. And the son answered, I don't want to. But later he thought better of it and went. Then the father went to the second and gave him the same command. This son replied, I will go, sir. But he did not go. Which of the first two did what the father wanted? They answered, the first. And Jesus said to them, Truly I say to you, the publicans and the prostitutes are ahead of you on the way to the kingdom of heaven. For John came to show you the way of goodness, but you did not believe him. Yet the publicans and the prostitutes did. You were witnesses of this, but you neither repented nor believed him. In today's gospel parable, a man with two sons uh, tells both to go out to work in the vineyard. The first son says he will not go, but later uh, he regrets his refusal and goes to work. He represents tax collectors and uh, public sinners who refuse to obey God's commandments. Uh, But after listening to John the Baptist and Jesus, repented and became entitled for eternal reward. The second son says that he will go, but uh, does not. Uh, He represents the chief priests and the elders, the scribes and the Pharisees, by their pride and their refusal to obey God's call to repentance through John the Baptist and Jesus. These so-called religious people excluded themselves from eternal reward. So we need to do God's will uh, every day, not only once every time. Each of us is responsible to God for every action, and the just God will punish or reward one according to one's actions. Since we are not sure about the moment of our death, our only guarantee of dying in God's friendship is to live in that friendship always, saying yes all the time to God by doing His will and cheerfully Yeah, I don't know about you, but I feel like reading the parable this week, I felt a little bit called out because, you know, Jesus is telling us his parable and kind of highlighting the difference between being obedient to God and just kind of making empty empty promises. And I feel like that's something that a lot of us do. Like how many times have you thought, oh, I'm, you know, oh, my prayer was so quick this morning. I promise God I'm going to, you know, when I get home from work, I'm going to read my bible or i'm going to pray the rosary or something and then you get home from work and you're tired and you just like 
sit and watch Netflix or something else instead. Like I know that I've definitely done that before and I think it really speaks to the the importance of yeah being obedient to God and also the fact that our faith isn't just something that we profess but something that we're actually meant to live you know like when we go to mass on Sunday and we say the creed and we list all the things that we believe as Catholics that's not enough um when we listen to the words that Jesus is sharing with us today it's not enough to just profess our faith we need to actually be living that out and how do we live that out by having a real authentic relationship with God through spending time with him in prayer and through loving the people that he loves you know performing acts of mercy and being you know the Christians that we're we're called to be yeah I think it's a challenge for all of us to really look at maybe what our our faith life looks like at the moment and think you know does it really look like a sincere active not just part of my life but the center of my life because often it can be really easy to just kind of add on God as like a thing in our checklist I know I can do that of like oh okay I've done my prayer for this morning it's like I'm good and I'm good to go um but that's not really what um being Christian is really about you know that's not what a relationship with God is really about it's about the the choices that we make every day and inviting God into every part of our life you know he wants to be with us always all day through every decision we make and not just when we're in mass on Sunday but through every action that we do you know the the way that we love people and treat people for one is a reflection of our, our love for God and yeah it's really interesting as well I think it kind of paints this picture in the parable of this idea between the two sons that you know it's not necessarily also about how we might appear on the surface you know sometimes people that don't appear straight away to be open to you know hearing about the love of God or about hearing about your faith might actually be more receptive to it than you think because you know look at the son who originally wanted like nothing to do with what the father was telling him but in fact he was the one that went out and actually did the work and sometimes that's true for us as well I know doing youth ministry and as someone that went to school and would pretend like I don't want to hear about this faith stuff I don't care about all of that stuff like I actually did but it just is like that little defense mechanism I think that sometimes we use and I think when we're aware of that and other people it can help us be more patient with them because often something I hear is people say well my family doesn't believe or my friends don't and I don't know how to speak to them about it but I think really when we understand that actually everyone deep down is open to our relationship with God because that's what they're created for like that's what we're made for and so even if we don't realize it you know John Paul II he spoke about the like the ache in our heart and I think when we realize that all of us have that like we see that in this in the son who is you know originally says no to the father and then he actually goes out and so I think it really speaks to us that you know, even when we kind of rule ourselves out or we might rule other people out, God doesn't rule us out. He's always constantly pursuing us. And it's really important that we are living out our faith in an authentic and active way. So I really, really went off there. (laughs) Um, But I actually found some quotes by, by some of the incredible saints that we have in the church who did live this sincere and active faith. And so I thought I would maybe share those and then you can share your your thoughts on 
what kind of you think about when you hear these quotes father greg as well but the first one is i think the first person that came to mind for me when i was thinking about this active faith which is mother Teresa, and she said that it is not how much we do but how much love we put in the doing it is not how much we give but how much love is put in the giving which i thought was so beautiful because yeah we're talking about having an active faith but that doesn't necessarily mean doing all the things it means doing the things with love and then saint Teresa of Lisieux, another incredible saint she said miss no single opportunity of making some small sacrifice here by a smiling look there by a kindly word always doing the smallest right and doing it all for love which again like mother Teresa, really highlights the importance of the sincerity of our faith and then saint john vianney speaking about prayer because prayer is also a really important part of an authentic relationship with god says private prayer is like straw scattered here and there if you set it on fire it will make a lot of little flames but gather these straws into a bundle and light them and you get a mighty fire raising like rising like a column into the sky public prayer is like that and i included that one because it kind of made me think of when we're all at mass on sunday and we're all professing our faith all together we're saying what we believe and you know the importance of us being a community like that's why we don't just have mass in like each of our homes every week but we come all together to the church to pray publicly all together and the importance of our faith being on display and something that we do as a community and i think that you know if we took that approach to all aspects of our faith the way that we live it out as well as the way that we you know profess it on the weekend i think that that would be so powerful like that big flame rather than lots of little flames i think what you said um, all these quotes of different saints um in all of them there's i think one message uh, uh, written uh, that always intention is important why i'm doing this if i'm doing this because someone told me to do uh, these things or i'm doing this because i experienced god in my life and i want to share Uh, his love with others by serving them by loving them by caring and by doing many many other things uh, for them i think they remind us that faith is not about uh, big gestures uh, but about consistent gestures small uh, heartfelt actions and a deep um, connection with uh, god and if we uh, have this deep relationship with god Uh, and he's important for us we gain strength uh, this love which is coming from eucharist from sacraments of the church so we're able to share this with others in very small little gestures and recently when i had first uh, holy communion masses i shared this story about uh, the daughter who um, jumped on the train and she went to this uh, dining area where Uh, with people sitting and eating and drinking uh, with big bunch of uh, roses and i think uh, when she walked in people look at her with judgment that she's going to s- push them to buy the flowers from her but when she stood front of them and said that the driver of this train is her father and she is asking if they could take one rose and give him at the end of this um, drive because it's the last uh, drive he's doing ever in in his career uh, i think these people were really touched and they all ended what she requested 
and uh, when the father left the train for the last time in his career after many years doing this um, I think he was really shocked uh, seeing many people appreciating his work and and all what he has done over 30 years but I think the approach from the girl uh, was something actually we all need we need to encourage others to do small things show love in small things towards others because when we look at Jesus he came into this world in very simple way he didn't came with, with he didn't come in just big splendor or in big way he came in very simple way to give us himself in the stable he was born among animals and then we see through his ministry he was always uh, doing very simple things towards others showing them that he loved them in very simple and and uh, and nice way so i think even in the eucharist we come to the uh, to receive eucharist we see very small uh, piece of bread very simple way that jesus comes into our lives but it's always up to us if we answer this invitation uh, uh, to show this love in simple ways or not the same like if these people from the train from the story i showed before if they wouldn't uh, answer this invitation from the daughter of the uh, train driver uh, they, they wouldn't uh, actually touch the, the, the heart of this driver and the same is with us in the daily lives if we don't uh, apply into our daily lives these small acts of love uh, with generosity with love with kindness with mercy with forgiveness with compassion with charity i think uh, we can't change the world we, we don't have to go and do big things but small things they make the whole difference and i think the saints uh, and the quotes which you recalled uh, today i think uh, is all about is sharing love in very small ways with others when we look at the life of saint Teresa of calcutta she was very simple person she lived her life in poverty in convent but the way she uh, acted towards others in very simple ways they made huge impact on their lives they transformed their lives and those people could really experience god in his in his life through her ministry as nun as religious sister yeah and i think what you were talking about there like the importance of being authentic like you know the importance of doing these small things with great love when you talk about mother Teresa it's like the things that she said were so powerful because you know that she didn't just say them she lived them like I remember seeing a picture of her feet what her feet looked like towards the end of her life and because she would I think I maybe have shared this on the podcast before but because she would like give all the other sisters the shoes that were donated she would just get whatever was left and often they wouldn't fit for her feet so her feet became so like swelled and deformed from you know never having shoes that fit her properly and you know I think if she had just been talking about the importance of showing these acts of love towards people you know that would have been nice and you know like we probably would see a quote of it on Pinterest or something but the reason why the reason she's a saint the reason why um she's such an incredible role model is because she didn't just say those things she actually went and did that and often you can something that I feel like people might say is oh, Christians are like hypocrites because they say love your neighbor and stuff, but maybe they can feel like this judgment or they, they 
think that we say things and don't live them. So I think how powerful is it to not only say those things, but to live them out and to live them out the way that God is calling us to do, you know, to love other people radically the way that Jesus does in the scripture. And that comes not from this nice thing of like, oh, just love everybody. It's actually about loving that person that really frustrates you or, you know, that person that like cuts you off or driving or something. It's like, instead of getting so frustrated, which is so easy to do, like it's about offering like a quick prayer for that person or all those, all these little things that add up to this authentic lived faith, which is what we're meant to have. I remember hearing one time um, this quote that like, God can't drive a parked car. So I think like often we think, oh, well, I need to, you know, be just sitting in prayer 24 seven, which, you know, prayer is like so, so important. I'm not undermining the importance of prayer, but like, we're not just meant to, I mean, some people are called to just sit in prayer all day, but most of us were called to be in the world and to love people and to be this presence of Jesus in the world. And so how are we, how are we going to do that? I think well, um, uh, the, the parable from today's gospel really reminds us about uh, doing things uh, with in good intentions. Because if uh, we want to attract people around us, we will do what parish priest tells us or what parents will do, tell us or what maybe boss at work will tell us. Um, so we will do because someone is asking us and we will be forced to go and do it. But sometimes my intention, why I'm doing this, if I can change someone's life, it can, it can, can, if I can contribute something to the uh, community, to the uh, ministry, to the um, uh, family which I have, I think always my intention is important. And sometimes as, as we are weak and we make mistakes, sometimes we can have this feeling, oh, yes, I will do it. Uh, but then, you know, I said, oh, I will not do it. But on the other side, I said, someone comes to ask me and uh, if I can help with some big project or something. And I said, oh, you know what, I'm busy, I don't have time. But after time, I realized that, you know, uh, if I get involved and I help, it, make, it, it can make some big uh, change for the particular person or, or group of people. So I think always when people approach us with some requests, we have to be careful with our answers and think uh, twice before we say yes or not because uh, if we uh, after saying no take some reflection like the sun from that parable today and then go and do uh, what we are asked for i think that's the whole difference uh, but uh, it's easy to say sometimes yes and never uh, focus properly on things and never do them and many times, you know, as parish priest, I ask people, oh, would you like to be involved in something in ministry or, or some kind of committee or initiative in the parish? Oh, yes, yes, Father, I'm happy to do it. <clears throat> this is a great idea. I will do it. I will do it. And then you wait weeks, months uh, for, for, for the person to come and get involved and it never happens. So I think it's representing this first son from the parable, you know. And I think... Other people, if sometimes you don't actually say too much, you just say about the initiative in the parish or project, they, 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 they say, oh, this is not for me, but later on they come and just, I want to be part of this because I feel that this is a great idea and let's do this together. So I think, yeah, just our approach and intention in our heart is always making uh, the difference or not. 
Yeah. And I think with that, it's like actually taking the time to take that thing to prayer instead of just maybe saying, oh, no, I don't have time or whatever. You know, sometimes there's been things that, you know, people have brought up ideas to me or things and I'm like, oh, I'm like not really interested in that or I don't feel like that's something that I really want to do. But then when I take that to prayer, that'll be something that I can kind of feel God like nudging me towards. And I think the more time you spend in prayer, the more you become aware of where the Lord wants you to go. Like, and then that requires obedience to what he is calling you to do. And so I was thinking maybe to finish us off, I would ask you a question and I might answer it as well. But the, I think the heart of the the parable this week is this idea of the importance of being obedient to what God is asking of us and doing that authentically and with joy. Um, But is there a time where you feel like you have found it hard to be obedient to God? And is there like a suggestion you have for how to become more obedient, how to follow Jesus better and more authentically? I think uh, answering this question, I would say is almost every day. (laughs) Because, you know, every day when we wake up, we make choice. Uh, If I choose God and uh, uh, um, my priesthood to serve him or not. And I think every day when I wake up, I make the sign of cross, I pray, and I choose to do that. And I think many times there are challenges. It's very hard sometimes because of different situations. But I think every day is uh, a day of choice. You make one's uh, decision for whole life and then uh, you flow with that. It's not like that. We all, we, every day when we wake up, we make choices about you know priesthood, about marriage, about a relationship with our friends about uh, going to work about uh, cooking dinner for family so i think that's i think i would say um, if we wouldn't have these doubts if we wouldn't have uh, sometimes uh, question we will not question things in life why are we doing this uh, there will be no productivity in it i think uh, when when we have questions coming to our head why we have to do it uh, or i don't want to do it uh, and then just like yes this is the day I have to do it because I am busy I have busy day ahead of me and just you know God give me strength because I want to serve you faithfully uh, and I want to be uh, as good as, as you are in my life yeah beautiful and I think it kind of makes me think about I feel like for me it's a really specific time and I can remember where I was like kind of delaying being obedient to God was I think when I was studying law at uni and I kind of like I knew that it wasn't really where the gifts that God had given me were and I didn't I I knew slowly over time that I was maybe being called to a vocation as a teacher instead and yet for a long time I kind of put that off because like the son in the parable because I was just like oh but you know this is what I want to do But I think when I realized that what God wants for me is ultimately what is going to give me the most joy and the most like fulfillment in life, because at the end of the day, like God is the one who created me. And so when he's calling me to be obedient and to do something like it's not going to be something that's going to make me miserable, you know, and I think if God calls us to maybe that's like a big decision or that's all the little things that you have to decide like you were saying you know like God's calling us to be obedient and go to mass and to be kind to our friend who is being super annoying or to 
open open our bible and read scripture like all of those things are ultimately going to actually bring us joy and so i think when we realize that obedience leads to joy i think that also helps us to like make to follow through when we realize that god isn't trying to make us miserable like he's not trying to just tell you all these things to do those things are things he is calling you to for you and for other people as well for like the the joy and the fulfillment of everyone rather than just like you know I don't know sometimes I feel like we think that even when it comes to our vocation like oh God's gonna call me to marriage or to the priesthood or to religious life and that's actually not what I want he's gonna try and trick me but rather like I think what he is doing is calling you to what ultimately is going to like fulfill your heart because he knows you individually and so I think yeah when we we realize that on the other side of obedience is joy even though it can be hard to be like oh I'm so tired but I'm gonna like take a second and spend 10 minutes in prayer instead of 10 minutes scrolling on my phone or something like that is what is going to bring us far more joy 10 minutes later well yeah speaking of obedience we're going to end off in some prayer and so ask you to pray with us and to put yourself in the presence of the lord wherever you are and we say in the name of the father and the son and the holy spirit amen amen Lord Jesus Christ, in this parable, you reveal the profound lessons of faith and obedience. We come before you humbly, seeking to align our lives with the truths found in the gospel. Lord, we admit that like the first son, we have sometimes hesitated or even refused to heed your call. We sometimes falter in our obedience. Yet your boundless love grants us the chance for redemption, as the first son experienced a change of heart. Grant us the grace to recognize the need for repentance and the joy of renewal in your love. We acknowledge, O God, that words alone cannot express our faith. It must be demonstrated through actions. Bestow upon us the strength and determination to live live out your will with joy and dedication. We pray for a faith that not only professes but practices, a heart that repents and turns towards you, and a community that welcomes all into your kingdom. As we reflect on the wisdom of saints like St. John Vianney, Mother Teresa, and St. Teresa of Lisieux, may their holy examples inspire us to deepen our faith and serve others with authentic love. In the name of Jesus Christ, our Lord, we offer this prayer through the intercession of our Blessed Mother and all the saints. Amen. Amen. St. John Paul II. Pray for us. Amen. Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Thank you everyone for joining us this week. Thanks everyone and God bless. God bless.